Well, it's the jail toast hour. John's got a sweet new cap, and I have a new case of chlamydia. And a new car! And a new car! No. Um, John and I were just commenting on the Expos hat. He mentioned that the Montreal Expos cap, the old one of the uh, Washington Nationals now, and the right. Orioles, the only one with the white front face. Yeah. And I think you're right. Yeah, I went to the mall today. This actually is a, is a much longer story. Oh, I can't wait to get to this jumbo jet of fun. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to... I'm going to update the wardrobe. I'm going to get some new running sneakers because the ones I have are basically like sprinters sneakers. Oh. And I, I run like three miles a day, so they're not really oh, built wow. for that. So they're wearing and my back is like not feeling right. You need a sensible pair of tennis shoes. Tenors, <laughs> as the Pittsburghians would say. Uh, do you do the Adidas or the Nike? No, well, I you're do. you're a Reebok man. I do Asics, the best running sneaker for back support. And no Adidasler for you. Good, good for support for my back and for my... Claus <laughs> <laughs> and I used to work at an Adidas store, and I used oh. to always try to push the shoes that weren't selling well. That's how I met Claus. And there was one brand called the Rat Racers that nobody bought there in like the year and a half we worked together there. And people would be like, I need... A pair of shoes for tennis. And I'd be like, oh, you want the rat racers? And they're like, no, that's not, those aren't even for tennis. I'm like, rat racers? Where was there an Adidas store? Peddler's Village. Oh, uh, Pennsylvania. There was an outlet store that closed shortly after we left. They were all peddling their merchandise. I got fired from there for throwing the trash on the roof. Yep. Why did you do that? Because it was pouring rain. And they're like, Clark, get the trash out. And I said, okay. You said, no F problem. You. And I went out and I threw it on the roof. And they checked the security cameras. And they saw me leaving and coming back in. Did they? But they didn't see you throw the trash. No, but there was a huge no, history of problems there. I, um, I deleted a lot of security footage. Scarty used to come in and we used to glue the size markers that you put on the hangers on the ceiling and we would put like really inappropriate music on similar to the put it in your mouth story oh, and yeah. uh i gave a yeah. lot of discounts by discounts i mean like 90 percent off <laughs> so that's that's what i was like when i worked at the wall the wall no, oh, you did at fye at, at montgomeryville mall I worked there in the summer of 2000, so it was like right before college. I was like, you know what? I'm not working at my dad's dealership this summer. I'm working at a rinky-dink CD store part-time, like a white privileged kid. I thought I saw you there once, now that you bring that up. Probably. I, I was walking you, by with like two buddies, and I thought it was you, and I remember th- now that I'm, you brought it up, I remember thinking like, no, it's not, because it was a couple years that I've seen you before. I remember thinking, right. like, no, nah, it's probably not John, because I thought you would be working at, like, Thompson Lexus or something at that point. For, yeah, like, it was a summer like job. one summer. So I dismissed it. Like, one it. summer between high school and college, I didn't uh, work there. Work for Thompson. Yeah. Organization. Great place. Your dad 
was a commander in chief, though. Yeah, he was one of the suits. That's what people call Loved him. him. You know, the group of all the, the you know, high ups. <laughs> George Worth, the, the walrus. Oh, the walrus. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah. So, um, so you were at the mall today doing something. I'm going to upgrade my, my things. You know what? I'm even going to get a nice pair of nice new sunglasses that cost more. Here's uh, the thing about sunglasses. They're either over $100 or $12. Yes. <laughs> like $50 There's, really no. nice pair. Doesn't exist. That's so true. So weird. You're going to get the $12 ones at 7-Eleven. Or you're going to get right. the $240 Maui gyms at right. you know Sunglass Hut. There's no in-between. There's not a $70 pair of sunglasses. No. I went to Oakley today. And some of them were pretty oh, cool, yeah. but they were all in the two hundreds. I'm like, nope, never mind. Not it's too much to spend. So I would never do it. I, I went there and and I'm like, well, what kind of shirt am I gonna get? And I'm like, every time I get a new shirt, it's usually only because I have to wear it that day or the next day. Right. I don't like get it for just whenever. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't get a nice shirt for just whenever. Yeah, same like, here. It's because you have, you know, a funeral or a bar mitzvah yeah, or something. And you're yeah. like, I need something new. Right. Like a purpose to wear it. A purpose. Otherwise, it's just going to hang in my closet and I may not want it in two weeks. Right. I don't know. It's weird. I'm not good at buying things. So I went to Lids and I go, well, I'm at least going to buy one fitted hat. You know, one more yeah. MLB hat to add to the collection. Add to the pinned-up one. I need the Reds. The Nationals, the Braves, the Yankees, and the Red Sox. The only Reds hat there is the one with the black outline. <sighs> See, Why do they do that? That's the Pete Rose one, which we spoke about last episode. Nerd. Yeah. So then I saw the Expos hat, and I go, you know what? I'm going to get that Expos hat because now I don't have to get a Nationals hat. It'll take its place. Yes, I please. And they're squibbly W. So you had the Expos hat. In your collection already? Was it a different kind? Oh, I have it now. This is oh, the I first didn't know one. you. I didn't know that Montreal was the missing one of the missing links. Well, technically, because I use it as the Nationals, and that's perfectly acceptable. They also use that as their alternative hat, so it kind of fills in the gaps like a dream sequence DNA fill. Slash, slash. It is sexual. And, and it was buy one get one half off, and I'm a oh. gold gold platinum member at Lids. Yeah, you're like a shareholder at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sit on the board. So I, I went back to the the wall of hats, and I'm like, oh my gosh, which one could I get? Uh, uh, and I and I struggled, and then I saw that Orioles one, and I go, you know what? I got to get that home current Orioles. It's a throwback, but they wear it now. Yeah, it. the one that you have. It's nice, man. I love it. Thanks to you, you you made that purchase complete. So you would never buy a Nationals hat, the squiggly pasta-looking logo that's disgusting. It looks like somebody was like, uh, yeah, we don't really have our shit together. Like a Just kindergartner. Give it. It's awful. So I mean, the Nationals, you could do a cool logo. You could do, like, something from D.C. You could do, like, uh, the Capitol Building logo. You could do something really yes. cool with the Nationals. I mean, you I really know. could. There's you could so do the monuments. You could do the W. You could do the monument that looks like a painter. And you could do like uh, kind of like the Montreal hat. You could do a W with the red, white, and blue. You could do something cool. Ooh, that's right. Just flip the M upside down. You yeah. dopes. But no, we're gonna do a red hat. 
with a white squiggly that looks like Barilla pasta that I put down my pants later on when I was having a G-string and some of that wicky happening, 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 you give it a new happen. All right, so we're down to four hats that you still need to get. Now, I, I think the Montreal hat fulfills the Washington Nationals gap. Yes. I think you're covered now. Slashed. You could say you have all the slashing hats. So you need the Braves, the Yanks, and the Reds. Red Sox. And the, yeah, and the Reds. Oh, and the Reds. And, Red, and the Reds? Oh, you don't have a Boston hat. Interesting. Right. almost picked up the Boston one with the two red socks instead of the B. I like the oh. two red socks one. It's like their Sunday. I don't know what. It's cool. Inter division business day special. Uh, but I didn't. Yeah. I couldn't, do couldn't, couldn't pull the trigger. I bet Fenway Park is one of the cool spots to see a gay man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Is that the oldest stadium now? I think so. That or Wrigley. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. I think it's Fenway, then Wrigley, then Dodger Stadium. I think those are the three. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess so. They've been around. And it is like, it, it, isn't Dodger Stadium like bleacher seats? Yeah, there's a bleacher section. That's cool. Not the whole thing. There's like real ballpark seats. But, yeah, they have $10 bleacher seats. You just, it's great. I need. And a Dodger dog, which are delicious. Are they good? They're good, man. Hmm, Cool. They started selling them at the AMPMs here in the Los Angeles market. You can actually stop into a local gas station and purchase a dog of Dodgerland. What's an AMPM? It's a shitty gas station. It's like, like a, a 24-hour, like mini mart. Union yeah, market. one of those rundown. AMPM. AMPM. 24-7. Yes. So it's cool. So you're like me. You go to the mall for one thing or a store, and you leave with not the thing you got, but four things you don't need. I'm so bad at it, man. I just can't. Yeah, so in, in whole, I left with just two MLB fitted hats. That's great. And um, one of them being the third now duplicate because I have two Rays, two Cubs, and now two Orioles in my collection, which is actually slowing two the completion rays. down, but who gives a fuck? You have two Rays. So you have the current and the classic teal uh, I have the current one. one and I have their spring training one from last year oh. where it's like a sky blue bill, navy, and then like a, a ray, like a sun ray, like a Interesting. burst. Sexual. You have about yeah. five Phillies caps, right? I have like ten. Do you have the, the the old blue one with the white and kind of red lettering? It was one they wore. Um, I used to. Like in the 40s, but then they brought it back for like alternate yeah, they, games? Yeah, they would wear it like on day games. That's a cool hat. I used to have that one, but uh, I gave it to my brother, my older brother. Yeah. He stole it from me. You know, I always forget you have an older brother. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, so did he. He lives in St. Louis area. Yeah. Here's his address. Um, the yeah. Phillies current hat, is, I think, is my favorite all time, but that's uh, very close with the classic P from the 70s and 80s, the, with the maroon hat. It's funny. The, the two people checking me out today were like... Um, because I was trying to decide. I was telling them this whole story. I was like, you know, I need five more. But You, you know, made them listen to a podcast. Yeah. And they're like, a lot of people get that maroon Phillies one. And I was oh. like, oh, that's funny. I'm from Philly, and I don't have the maroon one, but I have a million of the other ones. I don't know no, why. Shit. I don't shit. I don't have the maroon one. You don't have that one? Oh, shit. I, I got it right here, man. I figured you would have like four of those. No, I don't like it. I don't know why. Because they sucked when they wore those. That's and then true. They switched to the one they wear now, 
was in '93. I, I didn't like the one that that Maroon one when they switched. When they switched, I thought the new uniforms were much needed. The logo was cooler, but yeah. later on, I thought like it's kind of cool. But yeah, they did suck then, and they had that ugly blue away uniform, and you're like, yeah, oh, the whole thing is defensive. They're like Scrooge's pajamas, right? Those sky blue, powder blue. I was watching uh, Mike Schmidt's retirement speech the other night because I got a oh, lot going on. Oh, it's probably the worst, right? He cried, oh. and, and I remember watching it when he, he did it, and I kind of I remember he cried, but I I don't remember if he said something else. But he walked away, and that was it. And he just cried like a little, like a little Neptune Beach baby, and that was sad. it. It was so horrible. Come I remember on. watching it down Your the past. shore with, with my grandma. Ooh, my mom, or no, it wasn't with my grandma, it was with my sister, my older sister. I always Lisa. forget you have a sister. Me too. And we're there, and my mom and dad get home, and they're like, what are you guys watching? Mike Schmidt's re- a retirement speech, like it's, it was on the radio, and we're both like, we're crying in here. Like we had tears coming out of our eyes <laughs> too. You know, he was yeah. like the hero. He was the best. No. Corey Matthews had a poster of him in his bedroom. He's one of the Did greatest. Really? Yeah. John. Uh, John. My old roommate Dan used to always. Uh, when I moved to LA, we became good friends. He was a roommate and still is a great friend. And he was from New York, and I was from Philly. And the only thing he really knew about Philly was like Boy Meets World. So he would be like, huh. "Mr. Matthews, are you gonna have some?" Bre-? And I'd be like, "Uh, there's more going on." And he'd be like, "Do you have had a Mike Schmidt jersey growing up?" I was like, "I don't think so." He goes, "We need to get one in your room." And everything was Mike Schmidt. Like, oh, it's a nice bagel you made, Matt. Reminds me of Mike Schmidt's mustache. I'm like, we started the country. We wrote the declaration there. There's more happening in that city. Right. Mr. Matthews, why is it every time that I take my pants down, you're in the house? Fun fact about Mr. Feeney, he's also the voice of Kit in Knight Rider. Michael. I did not know that. Michael. Michael. Of course not. The voice, Michael. That's in intellectual Clarice. Yes. So pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. So, uh, so Lids. I, last time I was in there, I remember trying to make a joke. Like, every time I go to a place, I need to feel like I'm in a theater doing stand up, even I if know, people really don't care. Like, so it's I was like, like, you don't even want to do it, but it just all of a sudden happens. Yeah, you want to like impress them. So I was in Northridge Mall, and they were like, "Can I help you?" I said, "Yes." Tell me if I'm right. This is my impression of every person that comes in the Lids that you see every day, and I started doing this, like. Moving my hand around like I'm looking in the mirror. Trying and they're like, that's true. Do you want to buy anything? I'm like, oh, no. No, 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 no. I'm, ju- I'm just being ah. stupid. I got a haircut today. And you know the un- – and I thought about you because we talked about this before. You know the uncomfortable conversation when you get a haircut? You go to sports clips. So you go to like a good place. But I go to like, you know, super cuts or whatever's <laughs> near. No, it's good. No, yeah. They, everybody tries to make the conversation with you. And it just depends – it depends on like what mood I'm in. Yes. At the time, and if anything's going on that I can share. Right. If I have a wedding coming up. It's like I have easy small talk go tos. You know yeah. what I mean? Easy small talks, and then you try to kind of I don't know. I always feel kind of awkward, so I need to just kill that right away. I need to just ask questions because everybody asks them. You know, oh. is are you guys busy? How's the? It's hot out, and then they ask the the questions just to pass the time. So. Are you? Did you come from work? Right. It's yeah. hot out. 
So yeah. I try to ask questions that aren't normally spoken with them because I don't, uh-huh. they don't want to talk to me and I don't want to talk to them. So, so I start like telling jokes. I was so I come in and my hair's sticking out in the sides because I didn't shower and it was like, I laid on it weird. Bed head. Yeah, I had really bad bedhead. And I go, I know. Look at my hair. I look like a Trump supporter, right? You know. And I they could very well support <laughs> Trump. I doubt they do here in L.A. But uh, I threw that card out. And then I said, you know, the, the girl was talking about hats. I said, you know, I really like baseball hats. I just don't wear them a lot because I don't look good in them. You know, I look like kind of like an AIDSy victim. So she started <laughs> laughing. And then she goes, well, I wear hats. I do the you victim. She was for, foreign. I, I don't know what language. It wasn't Mexican. South um, American. It wasn't. Okay. Sa- it was like Eastern European. But uh, she goes, oh, I wear fedoras. I go, yeah, I like to wear fedoras. I like Sinatra. But if I try to wear them, I look like some kind of douchey hipster. And <laughs> next thing you know, one of the other girls is listening in. And I kind of have like a little audience at this point because this is the highlight of their day. I went and everyone's sitting around. Nobody's getting a haircut. Mind in their own business. It's too hot. And the girl's like, I was just taking a nap a little ago. I said, just don't fall asleep and slice my eye open. You know what you should do? Next time you cut someone's hair, you should go, oops, and pretend that you fucked up really bad. They're like, that's kind of funny. We couldn't do that. I was like, oh, do it. Do it to the next guy. I would get in trouble. So I'm telling all these jokes, and then another customer comes in, and then I hear he's kind of listening now. So finally, I'm like, I'm done. And... I guess I did pretty. I had a pretty good set at Supercuts in Tarzana, because the girl was like, "Thanks so much, congratulations," and I was like, "She said congratulations." And here's the kicker: the haircut was free. Did not charge me. Gave a tip, and they're like, "You're good. You have a good day." I was like, "Thank you, everybody. Good night." I did the hands up, and I walked out. Oh my! Free haircut. I saved twelve dollars. Free cut. That's not bad. It was a super cut, man. Wow. Free a haircut. A free cut. Have you ever had a free haircut? I don't think that's possible. No, I don't think I've ever had a free haircut unless, like, you know, I had someone just shave my head. Right. I might not be on HBO, Mom. I might not have sold a script, but I did get a free haircut based on my jokes at Supercuts. Winning! You can take that. So. To the bank. So I had to ramble a little bit about that story. It was just on my lexicon. That's great. Well, yeah, it just happened, right? Yeah. But I don't look good in, in hats. I need to, like, fill out a little more, work out a little bit, get a couple tats. <laughs> Shave the pubes. Yeah, do you work out? Do you yeah. exercise at all? My idea of exercising is taking the trash out. Like, <laughs> Jen, do you, took the hey, trash as long out. As you engage the core, that counts. Used to work out. Loved it. Felt like a million bucks. Mr. T was there. I oh, had, yeah. like, oatmeal for breakfast. It was great. And then I started working full-time, and I was like, killed all inspiration. <laughs> but no. I, I'm going to get back into it. I'm going to do yoga on Tuesday nights. Ooh. Yeah. I was doing that every Wednesday. And then, uh, well, then Shady almost died, and money got <sighs> shifted a bit, so I had to, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cancel it. You have to. It's cheap, but it was really good. It was that, really good. That's what I hear, man. I got a couple friends that do it. They're like, it's great for your back. It changes, you know... The more you do it, you just feel great. And I, th- I said, I'm in. I'll do baby steps, you know. It's cool because it's like the one that I do, it's an hour and a half. And obviously that's an hour and a half and you don't talk the whole, t- you know. That's an hour and a half where not only you're doing something physical, but you're like in your own head for an hour and a half. It's almost like silence. The See, that's pretty cool. Talking to you. But yeah, it's, it, it's like a physical and mental 
meditation. It's a metabolical science down to the low end. Drug dealer friend asked me to pick up all his ecstasy pills so he can deliver them to his customer. I guess I better pick up the ease, the ease, and the ease. <laughs> Down to the loins. Down to the loins. Did you see the cover of Entertainment Weekly for, I guess, the month of August or maybe even September? Which one was it? Let's see here. Just came out today, August fifth. Uh, I will show you. The cover says Batman, and on it is none on the Negan. Oh, so excited for that series to boot back up, man! Yeah, when does that come back? I think it's October. Yeah, it's like October twentieth or something. Like uh, two months. I know. They're going to be promoting that, and then I bet you in the next month we're going to get the onslaught of the Star Wars. Yes. Rogue One. Yeah, that's coming out in November. Star Wars story. Christmas, uh, December like 16th, 18th or something, like this, the same time. Oh, yeah. came out. There's going to be a Star Wars movie every year for like the next eight years. Right. Already. Isn't Who's directing the next one? Is it uh, Colin... Uh, Trevor, the guy that did Jurassic World, or is he? I the... think his name's Rain. Oh right, Collins, the third, uh, newer one. In... Johnson, Rain Johnson. Is that what his name is? I don't know. It's Rain. I think it's Rain Johnson. I'm gonna look it up. Rain on me. But it was cool because they even said that <clears throat> they were like writing it. Yeah. As as they were creating. Um, the Force Awakens. See, that's cool. And you know what else is cool? They're using different directors. They're not keeping it kind of stale. They're right. bringing new, um, a new perspective and a new talent. And I think, you know, to each one, and I think J.J. Abrams is a genius. And he's one of the best of all time at this point. It was great to just do one and let somebody else take the reins and bring a new breath of fresh air and ideas to each installment. I think it's yeah. really smart. Like a third eye. Yes, like a third you know. penis. <laughs> Ryan Johnson, R I A N. Ryan Johnson. What did he do? He um, <clears throat> he did one of the board episode eight. I'm not sure what he's done. Let's look up his <gasps> statistics. Are you gonna do, see the the Looper? new Jason Bourne movie? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, maybe eventually. Yeah, but I won't go to the theater. Yeah, the theatre is not something that's going to be partaking in your financial monetary instruments this weekend. I do want to see Suicide Squad, so I think I, I told Heather, I was like, we're going to the theatre. That, that looks good, man. I was just watching a whole thing of it on TV. It was HBO, they were doing some kind of plug, and uh, Will Smith looks good, man. He, like, took over the panel at Comic-Con. Yeah, like, you were Conan, saying that. I heard a clip Conan from that. Conan was hosting it, and it was just like Will Smith and Conan talking the whole time. Yeah, it was just a conversation on the phone between the two of them, and everyone else was like, yeah, let him do it. He did yeah, uh, Fresh Prince. And after it was, yeah, he's like, you know, he's such a good, like, personality. Uh, it was him, and then Margot Robbie's, like, foreign, and Jared Leto is, like, kind of, you know, wow. Ah, she's great. And, oh, yeah. She's, a, she's, she's like the best. She's, like she's good. 
She's not only hot, but she's super talented. Very good actress. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it was just, well, it, it's going to be good. I'm excited for it. It'll uh, be good. Shyamalan's coming out with something new, too. Is he? Yeah, Shyamalan January. He's doing another Philadelphia-filmed uh, enterprise where um, it's <laughs> called Shift. No, it's called Split. Slash. And it's about a guy that has like 18, it should be called Slash. Uh, Slash. With worms and dream catcher, similar, where uh, he has like 18 split personalities his head, in his head, but what? one is starting to take over, so he's got to battle out these inner demons in this thing. Whoa. I read the synopsis and I thought it's That's either going to be really, really shitty or it's going to be really, really good. But he's at that point where he did really well with the, the visit, that was kind of his step back. Oh, but yeah. People are was very skeptical. Yeah. Did you see The Visit? Yeah. I did. I saw it in the theaters. There was like five other people on opening night, and I said, Shyamalan really knows how to bring them out still. But that movie (laughs) did well financially, and it got critically uh, appraised. So people, Yeah. They loved it. So it was kind of a step back. So he's kind of at this point where he needs to make another good film, and he's back in. But remember he did like five shitty movies in a row? After Earth, Lady in the Water... He did Devil, which is pretty good, but didn't go on yes. press. Devil was good, yeah. It was but a good it, flick. It wasn't, promoted, it, it wasn't promoted with his name, really. Yeah, they kind of were like, yeah, you could sit this trailer out. It's like Weed. the guy who made a Sixth Sense. Yeah. It's like you keep using that. You have to use something yeah. else. It was in 1999. It was 20 years ago. <laughs> from the guy that made Jaws. And a new car! Steven Spielberg. From the man who brought you E.T. That's what they should do with Spielberg movies is the guy that brought you E.T. It's like, no, no, we know who he is. He's, he's done like yeah. a million great movies. From the director of Jaws. Right. Yeah, we know. He actually, this guy, Ryan Johnson, wrote All right. three episodes of uh, Breaking Bad and one of my favorite episodes ever called The Fly. And it's Ooh. one of the most hated or most loved. And I love it. Fly the You're whole time. You're an artistic soul. You you appreciate art. He's trying to kill a fly in his in his uh, you know, in his chambers. Right. In his lab. Like the movie The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. <sighs> you ready to record now? Have you loosened up a little bit? I'm gonna hit record. Tweet us. Yeah. At the underscore podcast. Well, thank you so much for listening. I, I want to get into the Biscardi episode last time on another show because that's its own breath. But I haven't listened to the tape yet. I haven't listened to his speech in the beginning. But I'm going to edit oh. it this weekend. And I'm going to release it. Oh, edit I forgot. It. And then I'm going to that... bring out his story in another one. That, um, that episode was so weird because I didn't know, first of all, what you were hearing. Right. If you were only hearing me or him. And second of all, I didn't know when we started recording. It was so strange, you know, yeah. and like Scotty was going on and I was kind of playing along with him because I thought we were recording, but then I, then I thought we weren't and I didn't know and it was just crazy. It was so funny. Right. I can't wait to hear it back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that live soon and I have to explain myself because I feel kind of bad. We, Why? Okay, so Biscardi did this long-winded story in the last episode and right. I, it was right before we started recording, even though we Without were recording. Ancestry. And it's like going out on stage, you're ready to like go live and do like a song or go up to bed or have sex or something, something fun's about to happen. And then all of a right. sudden you get pulled aside 
And Biscardi does this, and he's like, let's re- let me tell you a story first before we rehearse. Or let, let's rehearse something. He does too many sidebars when we got to just get on the air and just whatever. Like, right, it, we just want to start. what he wants to talk about, we should be doing it live. Yeah, and it takes the wind out of my sails. Because before a show, and I'm not knocking him as a person, you know, there's things I do that bothers him. This is something he does that bothers me. Before we go live, he'll, sometimes I'll go, let me tell you a story. Well, the right. story's... This time, and I recorded it too, and I'll, I'll put that out there. But it was 12 minutes long, and by the time it was done, I was like, I'm. So what I did was I I didn't listen to. I had to make it fun for me so I could keep the momentum going. Right. I turned off the audio, and I was right. just communicating by going, mm hmm, mm hmm, uh huh, and yeah. watching body language, just so I wouldn't have to talk and listen, and I could just uh-huh. like make it look like I'm still going on. But it did kill the whole thing. So I'm gonna put it live, but. Yeah, he does that. Because I think he heard you going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. I could hear you. I was like, oh. Uh-huh, yep, uh-huh, yep, right. Uh-huh. And eventually he's like, what are you saying over there? So I, I had to do that. Oh, I'll put it good. live. But then he was talking about like a relative of his that. Ancestry. Ancestry.com, some guy on Unsolved like Mysteries. Mur- it was like a yeah. murder mystery. They think he killed his wife, but he got off. They didn't charge him, but they found bones in his yard. But I don't know. It was a, a relative of Biscardi, a second cousin. The guy contacted him. And then I said, Biscardi goes, he was on Unsolved Mysteries. His last name is Rizzo. I just Googled Unsolved Misery, Mysteries Rizzo, and he, there was like right. 10. And then he goes, you got to edit this. They can't know the name. I said, you just said it. Oh, my gosh. Who's they? Anybody can Google this. And now I'm not going to edit it. because Unsolved Mysteries? First of all, you're telling me a story I don't care about. You're telling me about a crime. You're telling me – like, this is all open game, man. Yeah, there can't be rules and guidelines with what we can talk about on what you bring up. And not to mention I don't give a shit. No, well, of course. It's not like, Biscardi, before we go live, let me tell you that. I'm not asking to hear about your shitty family or <laughs> your fucking douchebag relatives. His name was yeah, Leonard Rizzo, and I'm not even going to edit that. He was some guy in Texas, San Antonio. Google it. You know, he's a fucking douchebag. And if you had a problem with what we're doing here, you can get yourself the fuck off the show. Because I'm not spending hours editing what you don't want to hear. If you said your social security number, okay, maybe I'll edit that out. But anything else is open game. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong and I'm being a dick. Otherwise, keep it to yourself. We're, We're doing a show, and I doubt anybody wants to hear edited Right. Audio footage of subway right. chatter. That's my yeah. story. I'm going to stop bitching about it, but it I had to get that out of my system because I'm, I'm so angry when people, I'm sure, love the show and then we, we go on these bullshit tangents. Yeah, that's uh, it's a show, show killer. It's a boner. Pastor. Show killer. So I'm done. That's I, like all I, I did get that out of my system. But, I like um, to add to it because I agree with you. I'm on the same page. Yeah. Um, that that's how this is. You can't come on this and this medium, yeah, and be unprepared, and and need to be edited. You should right. be it on auto edit. You know what I mean? Yeah, censor yourself. Have a little like discretion. Sometimes you slip and you you get on a roll and you say something dumb. You know what I mean? And maybe it's yeah. like, Yo, Clark, I, I didn't even mean to say that. Can you just take that out? It like slipped. Right. You know, like you. You say a racial slur by accident. <laughs> yeah, you say something that you're like, "Hey, you gotta get." Okay, I, I get it because I would. You took. I you, I don't even want that on the show. That's bad. 
But what he was asking was for you to take this thing, piece it apart, put it back together like it was a you know like a a trailer for a right. movie. Yeah. Can you please uh, can you please take my voice down eight decibels right. and bring in a stand-in actor? No, it's a it's podcast. We need to be honest and real and. And it's yeah. not a play. It's it's a show. You we, we get on here. We have ideas that we're going to talk about, and that's right. it. We don't do rehearsals. We don't do, you know, uh, auditions. Auditions. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, and that's that. You got to keep it real. I betted myself once or twice. We were talking about Ryan Buds once, and I made a joke about his crappy trivia, and I said, "Oh, I'm going to prank call them or write Yelp reviews." Is what I said. It'll be like they're 9/11. You know, and I felt like, oh, I'm not going to make a joke about that. And I uh, edited that out. Oh, yeah. But that's maybe the one time I've done that. I mean, Biscardi, I love him. And I'll tell him this, too, so I'm not, not afraid to say it. But more than often, it's, it's like, uh, you got to edit that out. It's like, we're not. No. Uh, this isn't Abbey Road. You know, <laughs> we we can be honest and. It's okay. It shows we can show flaws. We're flawed men. It's part it's of. It's not a play. It it's not a movie. It's not a video. It's a radio show, and the beauty of it is that it's live, and that anything can happen, and things that occur out of organic, you know, spontaneity, yeah. is what it's all about. And they're good for everybody. Uh, pre-planning is just you know the schedule, which is just an outline that we follow. You know, that, that keeps us anchored. Yeah. You know, gives us direction. Like this list here of famous bullies then and now. Bullies, 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 bullies. But yeah, man, I, I hear you. I agree. It, it can't be that way. We have to get going right yeah. away. Just had to touch on that. People are going to be listening to the shows, and I just wanted to give my disposition on it. But enough of that. Let's have some fun. You can start by tweeting us at the underscore podcast yeah. and follow us on Snapchat. At nerd.35. So, uh, we have a list of bullies here. Yes. All right. John, if you can give the list real quick, I'm going to go shut a window in the other room. Number because one. Because there's some impeaching noise impediments from the neighborhood <laughs> that are starting to filter through my vernacular. So, <laughs> stop. Number one, one is Buzz from Home Alone. Uh, we'll get Clark's take on that. We have Johnny Lawrence from Karate Kid, Biff from Back to the Future, and a couple other cool people. Let's see who. John Bender from Breakfast Club. Fred O'Banion. Let's see if Clark knows who Fred O'Banion is. And Tony Perkins. Draco Malfoy. Obviously from, uh, ooh, I forgot to go on airplane mode. I have to go on airplane mode, otherwise the bandwidth of my Wi-Fi will just take a shit. And uh, it looks like Clark is back. Hi. Thank God. I was running out of boring things to talk about, like my in my home bandwidth. Like it. <laughs> so number one is Buzz McAllister. You look like something that grew out of my ass. Oh, was it? Even if you were growing on my ass, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let you sleep in my room. That's it. If you were growing on my (laughs) ass. Buzz's girlfriend. Ugh. Wolf. (laughs) (laughs) He was home alone. His name is obviously Devin Ratray or Rattray. What happened to him? Bullying qualifications include torturing his little brother with a tarantula. Oh. 
Terrifying urban legends, public embarrassment, and name-calling. Remember Flynn Wad and Trout Sniffer? <laughs> now Rattray has continued to act mostly in bit parts for TV. He's appeared on all three Law & Order franchises, but his biggest role of late was in Alexander Payne's Oscar-nominated Nebraska. Oh, oh yeah. yeah One, like not even skip. anything remotely exciting happens in that neighborhood. B. Because... A... Two and G. Right. A, nothing. You know, I'm not that lucky. Right. Two. We have the most boring neighborhood in America where nothing even remotely dangerous would happen. Right. And C. And G. <laughs> I forget. Yeah. Uh, number two, Johnny Lawrence from Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. Sweep the leg. What's his real name? William Zabka. Zabka. He had a recurring role in How I Met Your Mother. Did you watch that show? I've seen a few episodes. It was it was funny. I just never really got into it. But it, it was good. I watched good. like seven seasons of it, and I think it had nine in total, and I stopped watching after the seventh oh, season. Oh, really? Wasn't that and good? I wanted to find out who the mother was. That was like the whole thing. We just couldn't do it. Couldn't, I, couldn't, yeah, I couldn't get into it. I don't know why. Flat. Number three, my favorite, who I think should be number one, Biff. Tannen. Oh, yeah. Why is that number one? He is the greatest. Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson has played, uh, has had plenty of acting work since the end of Back to the Future franchise. You may have seen him in Big Love, Freaks and Geeks, Ed, or The Ghost Whisperer. Yes. Now, this is strange. The writer here in parentheses puts, but probably not since no one's seen The Ghost Whisperer. I was what? like, I think that was actually a popular show. Wasn't it Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah. yeah. Ghost Whisper. It had a lot of advertising. It was pretty. Its ratings were good, I think, or yeah, I don't know. Sounds delicious. He was actually recently in the heat with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Number four is Nancy Downs from The Craft. Never saw it. Ferusa Balk. Uh, I never saw it either. Not the my craft, kind of flick. There were witches. Yeah. Yeah, they were witches. You're witches witch. brew. You're not into witches. <laughs> Testicles of a newt. A bakes. A raven's egg. Glass size of the Bulbasaur. <laughs> Charlander. <laughs> yeah. You downloaded the app, didn't you? No. No. <laughs> Hold now. Number five, John Bender, The Breakfast Club, Judd Nelson. Oh, yeah. Only saw that movie once. Yeah, Who's me Fred too. O'Banion? What's that? Who's Fred O'Banion? Fred O'Banion? Sounds familiar. Dazed and confused, Ben Affleck. Fred O'Banion. I forgot uh, Ben Affleck was in that. I know. Totally forget. That's right. He was the guy with the paddle. Yeah. He was a dick. Ah, uh, Q. <laughs> All right. Who's Tony Perkins? No, Tony Perkis. Tony Perkis. So good. No. Is that the character's name or the actor? The character. I don't know. In the, in the movie Heavyweights. Never saw it. What? Never saw it. One more time. I haven't facilitated that film in my own time. 
The movie Heavyweights? Never saw have it. Have you seen it? I have not watched that cinema masterpiece. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> oh, no. It's an amazing movie, dude, from the 90s, 1995, Ben Stiller. It's basically the character from Dodgeball, but he's like this trainer at a fat kid camp. Heavyweights. And he's the villain of the movie. He's like psycho. He like makes these kids eat, you know, nothing and drink like only water. Oh, I got to say that. so funny. Oh, my gosh. Do it to it, Lars. That's what that quote's from. Do it to it. Do it to it. Round to it. Number eight. You think this is a good list? Good bullies? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's a cool, interesting category. It is a cool category. Okay. You know, it's not like eight stars, where are they now? No, it's like, no, no, eight bullies, where are they now? Right. You're like, oh, that guy. Yeah. None of them really made it except for Ben Affleck, it sounds like, too, out of a lot of these guys. Yeah. Uh, I think this kid... Uh, Draco Malfoy from Harry Potter. He's the blonde kid. Oh, yeah. He was kind of mean. Yes. He was mean looking. Yeah. Uh, Regina George in Mean Girls with Rachel by Rachel McAdams. My favorite. The hottest. Mine, too. Number one. Yeah, yeah. Same here. She's on my list. Which is interesting because I'm a bit of a boob man and she's really flat as a board. Same here, man. That doesn't even matter. That's crazy. So cute wedding crashes, though. Oh, deadly. Oh, the movie could have sucked. Kryptonite. I just would have watched it. So good. Her, her, like her thing is pretty funny. It's like she was in Mean Girls, and she now, uh, in favor of the rom com circuit, now she's one of Hollywood's most famous leading leading ladies. So I hope she Rocky Five. What's his name is on, is on there? The guy from Entourage? He was the bully in Rocky Five. That beat up... Uh, oh. Eric... No. What was his name? Kevin Murphy. Is that his name? The guy that played E in Entourage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin yeah. Mar- oh, yeah, he, that's right. It is him. He was the bully. I hope they bring that up. Wow. Yeah. Now, anyway, I'm not sure about this one. Oh, Weird Science? Have you seen oh, that movie? Saw it once. Not one of my favorites. Uh, funny, but I don't know if I'd watch it again. So, Bill Paxton. Um, yeah. Paxton had since string of films in the 90s, including Navy SEALs. Titanic? Who was he in Titanic? He was the head researcher guy in present day. Uh, oh, that's right. I knew it. Yeah. It was the Flash. I knew it was the Flash. Will you share your story with us? True Lies and Twister. Then he then came big love for HBO and next three films in the can for 2014. And Aliens, too, which you've never seen, which was blasphemous, but I have to cover that in a previous <laughs> show, so I don't need to do it again. It's game over, man. It's game over. Why don't you just put her in charge, man? You know, I have seen one scene in Aliens, and it's because you showed it to me, and it's when that little creature rips out of that kid, guy's stomach. Well, that's Alien 1. That's Alien. But it's Alien. I love oh. the titles. Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, and then is it something Alien else? Alien Resurrection. Resurrection. And then there's Alien 3, the video game, which is great, but they never had another video game before that, so it was just called Alien 3, and you're like, yeah, maybe you should do the original one. <laughs> no, just start with what's out now. Yeah. 
Number 11, Scott Farkas. Farkas, he had yellow eyes from a Christmas story. <laughs> That's a great flick. Scott Ward, he's actually on Hawaii Five-0, The Mentalist, and Chicago Fire. Jeez, good for him. Oh, this is great. Ace Merrill and Stand By Me. Oh, Sutherland. He's a good, he's good, man. Ace was a real dick. He'd beat you up, put cigarettes out on you, and threaten you with a switchblade. You know, when he was busy vandalizing neighborhood mailboxes. Train! Train! Everyone knows Kiefer Sutherland. He saved the world like five times over as Jack Bauer on 24. He's one of TV's time badasses. I, I know, uh, I tell you, I know Will Wheaton's mom, who was in Stand By Me. Will Wheaton. Remember, I, I, yes. I talked to her one time, I was like, do you think Will would ever come on the show? She goes, no, he doesn't even retweet me. I'm like, okay, uh, apparently there's some strain there. Have a great day. Retweet me. Yeah, I guess, like tweet. Um, that's a great flick, though, Stand By Me. It just had its 30th anniversary this year. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah, 86. Yeah. Wow. So I didn't wrap. Let's continue all the way. Kiefer is in a Kiefer Sutherland's in a new show called like the last yeah. citizen. Or he's I the forget. president. He's like, yeah, he's he looks the president. Great. He's like the last guy if everyone in the White House gets like killed. Yeah, he's like the fourth. You know, the president dies, the vice president, the speaker of the house, and there's like yeah. this guy, and it's him, and he's like in a jumpsuit, being you know like his sweatpants yes. being sworn in. Yes, you know, I'm excited great. about that, man. Did you watch Twenty Four? Yeah, it's a good good show. So good. Real so time, and then it was just so... It was weird, man. That That's one of those shows, like like a lot of Walking Dead for me, that once it comes on, you're like, wait, it's over? I, I didn't even know yeah. we, that was a whole hour. Yeah, it goes so Or whatever so it was. It was so good, man. It goes so I didn't fast. See, I, I didn't see when they, they brought it back like a year or two ago for like nine episodes. Uh, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't watch those. Oh, it was awesome. I loved it. Was it, it good? Yes, and it left it open again. Nice. Yeah, bring it back. I love it. I, th- I thought they were going to do a movie in the theater. I th- still think they are. The theater would be a, a, an appropriate forum for such a category. The Academy's asked me to drop off all the nominations for the Oscars tonight. So... Oh! I guess I better pick up the nominees. The nominees. Exactly. It's a landscape. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Have you seen Carrie? Uh, Stephen King? Yes. Yeah, actually, like, recently, for the first time. Oh, no way. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. I know it's one of, the, like, the greatest, you know, horror movies ever. Did you like it? Does it hold up? It does. Yeah, it's really scary. It's really creepy. Uh, a school gets set on fire, and they have this song, um, Whiter Shade of Pale, in it, which is one of my all-time favorite Ooh. hauntingly beautiful drunk songs. Drunk songs? Yeah, it's just cool, man. Like you like to listen to when you're drunk? Right. And it's just a beautiful, haunting song. Um, What's it called? Whiter Shade of Pale by... It's a weird name. It's like Harem Procol. But I, I didn't see the, the remake of Carrie, which I, I should watch because I, I love Stephen King and I, I'm sure I'd get a kick out of it. But the original one with Sissy Spacek and uh, Travolta is good. What about the uh, 
thinner. Yes, I've seen thinner. There it is. Great tune. Great tune. Love One of John Lennon's favorite songs. Huh. Weird. But yeah, thinner was good. Splash. Sir, thinner. Thin. He whispered Thin. something in his ear. Lizard. Lizard. Thinner oh. had the really hot girl Thin. in it. Um, the one that played the gypsy. Car- oh. Is it Carrie Warren? I don't know her name. Oh, she was great, though. But uh, that's a good... That was a miniseries, right? It was that a film. What, Thinner? Yeah. It was a movie. Was it in the theaters? Theatre? Yeah. I saw no. it with Fran Lang. Oh, nice. That was a good flick. Yeah. I saw it with Biscardi when we were about 15 on VHS. It was great. Uh, because the girl, the one girl, the daughter, the daughter of the main character looked like Biscardi's sister. And we all thought Biscardi's sister was hot. So Josh oh, was like, really? looks like your sister. And Biscardi would be like, shut up. No, it doesn't. Ah. Like, kind of does. Is his sister hot? Yeah. Oh, I gotta see her. Well, I wouldn't know. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm with somebody right now. I don't have opinions about that, but in a past life, yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. With another penis, yes, yes. On General Sergeant Hartman, Full Metal Jacket. Oh yeah, he was a dick. Um, slightly blasphemous, more <laughs> of a thumus. Not so much blast, but more of a thumus. You know what? I'm going to watch this movie tonight because I haven't seen it in like 10 years, maybe even longer, probably longer. Congo. Ed- Edward Scissorhands. Ooh. I bet I haven't seen that since like 93. Yeah. Need to rewatch it. This guy's Jim Anthony Michael Hall. Yes. He's the boyfriend of uh, Ryder. Oh, that's right. With his mock turtleneck. Yeah, he's a dick. Oh, he was in Foxcatcher. Never seen it. With Steve Carell. The one that I think he was like nominated. Fox guy. He was like a wrestling oh. coach that I think touched boys in the penis. Yes, never seen it. Sounds Sandusky esque, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> Might watch it. Penn State. <laughs> Nurse Ratchet. Ooh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Great movie. That is a great flick. Jack. Nurse Ratchet set the bar yeah. for cold, remorseless, utterly hate able movie bullies. Mistreating and manipulating our patients with impunity. It's a good flick, man. They end with the. Uh, have you seen it? Uh, yeah. When the uh, spoiler alert, not alert. When the Indi- when the Native American throws the escapes by throwing the, the and the music plays, you're like, that's a fucking cool ending, man. I know. He saved him. He put him out of his misery, and he. Yes, I love that movie. Um, isn't that what he wins for? I believe I mean, so. He, won he should have one of his Oscars for that. Yeah, had to be. Had to yeah. be. That. Um, and that's the list. Thanks. It's a Thanks good list. Well rounded. <laughs> so what was the title of the list? Was it um, film bullies? Where are they now? Kind of thing. Phillies lead the Braves nine to three. Nine yes. To three. Movie bullies, then and now. It kind of reminds me of Torts with Bond. Which is a segue that reminds with a segment called Sports with John, 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 John. <laughs> Well, like I just said, the Phillies lead the Braves 9-3. That's wonderful. They beat them last night, too. I really think we have some young, exciting uh, guys. Yes. That we're going to slowly build around. We look like the Rays did back in, like, 2007, right before all of a sudden Burrell. they just got good. They have all these young guys playing together, gelling. 
and they're all pros. So it, it, if keep them together, and things will happen. Trust me. Happen, Joe. It's uh, nine three right now. Yes. Interesting. So they're are they in uh, turn? Oh, Turner Fields. Here we go. Oh, and they are away. That's even better. Slicey. Um, so Fet- the last Ryan Fitzpatrick over the weekend. I don't remember. I think we talked about this. Never mind. I'm getting everything mixed up. Now. No, I don't know if we did. Did we? Did we we touch did. Base? Fitzpatrick signed. Oh yeah, Fitzy. Biscardi is really excited. He sh- as he should be. Yeah, so well, it's good to see him taking interest in the game. Uh, I think what's going on right now, the PGA Tour, the PGA Championship. Uh, oh, okay. Is uh, Tiger Woods playing? No, Woods is not playing, and some guy named Patrick Reed is like in the hunt. Nobody knows oh. who he is. No one's ever seen him. He's on the path. What touched him? You know what? I wanted to talk about what Jordan said. Did you hear what Jordan said? About the Black Lives <clears throat> Matter and what he did. Yeah. Um, I heard what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did. I didn't. What did Jordan do? He donated a million dollars to the police department oh, yeah. in Chicago and, or I mean, North Carolina or whatever, and he donated a hundred to something else. I forget. Good for um, him. He's just like you know what I've like. I don't really speak out much on things like this, but it's just so out of hand. And yeah. the NBA took the All Star Game out of North Carolina because North Carolina has some kind of racist law out there. Yeah, they're fucked up because the What's bathroom the thing, the LGBT. Mm. Right. Everyone's concerned about public bathrooms. It's unbelievable. Right. So That's we're not going to have the All-Star game there. And uh, Jordan's like, fuck. You know, like he owns the the Hornets, Charlotte Hornets. So he wanted to host the All-Star game. Michael Jordan hosting an All-Star game. Like how crazy would that be? Right. How great Can't would, do it would that be? And now he's like, fuck, you idiots. Get your act together. Yeah, I admire him for speaking out like that. He's a good dude, man. Uh, I, I obviously don't know him personally. He doesn't return my calls. But um, I'll tell him to. He has a sort of integrity about him. Like if somebody uses his likeness without his permission, he'll yeah. sue them. And not because he needs the money. Because what he'll do is he'll donate the money to charity. It's because he doesn't want to set a precedent of, well, let's just use his name. So he's got that Slap kind of... his logo everywhere. Right. I know it sounds weird, but Tom Cruise does that too. He, he'll sue tabloids, but he'll use that money and donate it right to charity because he doesn't need the money. He's more of like a, let me keep some self-respect for myself. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kind of admire the, the, that, though. Do you hear what uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did, though? Kareem? No. He was at the Democratic National Convention that he spoke. Cinder? Yes. <laughs> Bring up some dead! He's at the DCN. He was at the DNC. DNC. And, uh, he said, hi, everybody, I'm Michael Jordan, and I support Hillary Clinton. And he goes, no, I'm really Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but I know Donald Trump wouldn't know the difference anyway, so I just had to make a joke. Because he was kind of saying, like, because you're racist, all black people look the same. Oh. And uh, it was good, man. And I don't really care for him. Um, I mean, oh. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I don't dislike him, but, you know, he's a Muslim, so obviously I think he should be locked up as a terrorist. No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's I do like violent. him. I, and I do like him as an actor too. He's in a lot of flicks, and he's yeah, always he's funny. funny. He's yeah, funny as hell. I'm, I'm totally joking. Love Cream of Jabbar. but I thought that was great, and I watched him do that, and I thought that's a funny guy. Yeah, tall as hell too. I know, man. He's got confidence. He's so huge, but he owns it. You know, it's great. He, he owns it. it. He's good. 
you want to like that guy too, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You're like, yeah. I, I want to like this guy. He's good. All-time leading scorer in the yeah. NBA. He's no okay. will to still with a number of sexual conquests, but he's up there. <laughs> what? Uh, amazingly, the only really exciting division in Major League Baseball right now in the fake league is the uh, East. In the National League, National League is the West. Yes, oh. the AL East. The Blue Jays have taken first place from the Orioles, and the Red Sox now are a game and a half out. Orioles a half game out. Bautista, uh, man. They're hitting the yeah. bats. The Blue Jays are hitting the bats. Gosh, that's what they do. They're like the Royals. They just pound you. It's wild, pound, man. And pound you. And they pound you. Pound you. Pound you. on a four-game lead over the Tigers. Rangers four and a half over the Astros. The stupid Nationals five over the Marlins. And they're... Marlins are fighting the Cardinals for first place wild card, and they beat them today 11 nothing. the Marlins did. So it's amazing. The Marlins, with the lowest payroll in sports, are, are you They're know, hitting the leaning into the playoffs. This is the, that August baseball we talked about. Like, That's your team. Matter so much. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> when did I'll, they initiate I'll, the uh, – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. When did they initiate the wild card? playoff game the one game in the in major league baseball was that like four or five years ago no it was wait well the initial wild card was 1992 i, I think. mean the no the, like the recent one. Oh, the the additional one yeah yeah the, the one game like the, the additional gamer one. uh I, I don't know yeah. i came up the other day and i was like yes that was 2012 just pull that stat out of my arse yeah but i think it was like around that time yeah, it's very recent. Yeah. It's cool. It's like when football brought back the um, – well, I mean, it's different, but it's it's cool. Like when the football brought the instant replay rule again, you could, like, challenge the play. Remember yeah. they had that in the beginning? And, yeah. you know, Jerry Glanville, the Houston National, was always like, can we get a replay? And then you'd be like, oh, Warren Moon didn't fumble it. <laughs> but they took it away, and then they brought it back. And you're like, yeah, that's right. Fuck you, refs. And – but if – but if you lost it, you lost a timeout. Like it was, I think it was a really cool rule to bring up because refs aren't perfect. And it was right. like, all right, all right, we're evolving. I forgot, dude. I forgot they took it away. Took it away. So you'd be like, like yo, you idiots. We need to be progressive. A, a, a guy in a wheelchair just came out and stripped the ball. But we're not going to call that because we don't have an instant replay. <laughs> so the call was wrong because the, the ref right. was asleep. But that was cool. But they took it away for like 10 years or something like that. Maybe less, but it but it was interesting. Totally forgot they took it away. It just seems so dumb. Well, you and I lobbied to bring that back for years, John. We were speaking in front of Congress. Yes. Um, no. Food stores. I remember homes. when I used to love the Houston Oilers. Um, I didn't understand. I was, you know, we were like 11. Playoffs. I didn't realize that if you got knocked out of the playoffs, you were out of for the season. Yeah, so, right. so, so I went in there and I was like, ah, oh, the Oilers lost to the Bills. Who do they play next? And Terry Fitzgibbons like set me straight. He's like, no, they're out. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? And he goes, no, no, they're, they're done. It's the playoff. And I was just like, what? <laughs> it was so crushing, man. I was so, I, I think I called you when that happened, but when the Oilers got knocked out by the Bills, um, that playoff game, oh, it was so close. Oh. I was the like, worst comeback ever. The best comeback ever. Best Great. comeback. I was like pacing around the house. 
I was alone, yes. I th- which is odd for like that age because I think my mom like went to the store. Yeah. But I was so like loud, and oh, I loved Warren Moon Dan. I had like the jersey. Yes, number loved one. Him. Number one. I thought he was like the cool. I had this. What is it? The starter action figure. Yeah, yeah. The um, starting lineup. Yeah, starting lineup. I had like two of those. It was like the away jersey in the home. He was like throwing a ball and like you know holding it. I love their uniforms and their colors and their helmets, even though it's just like an oiled Derek. It was so cool, though. I know. Lorenzo White. I mean, the whole team was great. Why am I talking about this? I'm sorry, everybody. You deserve better. Warren Moon and the Oilers. 1993. But not to sidetrack, but those old NFL films from the early 90s when, like, the Nigerian Nightmare, Krishna Koye was there, and Barry Sanders, and Emmett Smith, and it was uh, oh. Harry Callis, you know, by week four, the, the Bills, you know, it was, those were, I think, the most exciting time in football. Those guys were, like, wrestlers. They were, they had their own yeah. personalities, you know? Yes. I mean, there's still that today, but. And now they have to be all, you know. Marty Schottenheimer. What's the matter with you? He'd be screaming. Bill Parcells. Playoffs. Playoffs. I'm not talking. Who's, who mentioned playoffs? Playoffs? Was that Schottenheimer? No, uh, I forget who that was. The guy is. from the Broncos. He was the Lions. No, coach. he was uh, Pete Carroll. No, not Pete Carroll. It wasn't Pete Carroll? Playoffs. Um, they're all running together right now. Who was that? Try to find out. There he is. What's his name? Oh, Jim Mora. That's right. Jim Mora. Oh, from the Chargers? He was Colts. 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 Colts for the two zigzags. Baby, that's all we need. Let the marijuana burn. Hey, I don't want to release too much information to the public before it comes out, but wedding weekend, we need to crowbar in a little bit of a podcast. A little bit slashes. A little bit Floridian. A little bit tactful. A little bit weed. A little bit fun. Yes. You and Haya yeah, Ashley are walking down the aisle after it's done. I come out with one of those shitty like '80s mics. Like, yeah. hey, we're here with John, the podcast. Hey, Ashley's like, it's my fucking wedding. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, looks like we got a soundbite. So, so good. I'm gonna grow my hair out like Franco in the Phillies beforehand, so it's all chippy and. Oh. The Clark, you know, you look stupid. You look a little racist. Hey, leave me alone. So. Anyway, done rambling. You want to put the snipe in the W column below? Slash it. Get some Chinese food? Slash. I'm going to go eat some ice cream and watch The Wire. Oh, you, re- you started rewatching Sucked it? Sucked in, man. No, I've never watched it. Oh, it's a great show. I'm on episode five. I'm in. I'm hooked. Yeah. Like Filmed it. in um, Baltimore, I believe. What's that? Filmed in Baltimore. Yes. Five seasons. Some people say it's the best show ever, so... Yeah. I am uh, ready to find out. Have you been to Baltimore? You've been oh, there. Millions. Trillions. Trillions. Isn't that a cool city, man? I know it gets a bad rap, but like Inner Harbor and the Camden Yards, isn't it fun? It's so weird that it gets a bad rap because I've been going there because my Since dad it... would take business trips and we would go for long weekends and oh. go to Orioles games and go to the Inner Harbor and I just... The Aquarium. This quaint place. This it's yeah. It was so much like, fun. So dangerous. I was like, yeah. Never been to. I think I don't think you've ever been to Baltimore because it's yeah. pleasant. Right. A coworker of mine is going there. 
for a conference. She goes, I just, I hear so much bad things. I said, look, you're at the convention center. You're in like the safest part of the city. And not only that, but it's so cool. There's like a hard rock there. There's the aquarium. There's the game. Like you'll have the time of your life. Like I wish I were actually going on a trip to Baltimore this weekend. Tony Martin lives there, and you can go onto the roof of his building and see both stadiums, the Camden Yards and the, the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Which one is the Ravens? I've, I've driven past that. It's cool. forget what it's called. He's the most interesting man in the world. we got to have him back. I know. Yeah, we do. We do. You'll meet him at the wedding, man. He'll be there. Oh, is he uh, going to be in attendance? He will be there. Absolutely. Tony he, Martin. Uh, yeah, Heather Tony Stark. Funniest friend. It's the funniest way, funniest connection. Like how we, him and I became friends. Oh, yeah? He's my, my ex's twin sister's ex. Interesting. We dated them at the same time. Oh, that's right. And now we're still friends. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. You can tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Please follow all the shows and listen to us on uh, thepodcastle.podbean.com. Please follow John. Master of Snaps on Snapchat at Nerd.35. And as always, you can download all the shows for free on iTunes and check out the merchandise and the news at KingmanProductions.com. I am Matthew Clark with Right Offensive Coordinator, which is the real position for the Baltimore Ravens, Jonathan Hassinger. And I'm sexual medium Grace waiting with a flower in her hair, Matthew Clark, saying good night, everybody. Playoffs. Godspeed. Kid me. We skip the light fandango. Turns cartwheels across the floor. I was feeling kind of seasick. At first just ghostly Turn the wider Shade off
Just go sleep Turn the 